Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we are so excited to be joined today by Business Ascension Wealth Coach, Miss Pamela Unicorn. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Hi. (laughs) thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, We are so excited to have you. Just real quick before we get into your story and everything, just so our listeners know, for those of you who were a part of our Inner Bloom Experience boxes for the unicorn-themed ones. Pamela is the uh, person who offered product for those boxes, which was the amazing unicorn tarot decks that all of you were so excited about. Um, you know, so she was so awesome to be involved with that box. And afterwards, we were like looking at everything else she was doing. We were like, "Wait, you have to come on the podcast because you have so much good stuff going on." So. Welcome. Thank you once again. And um, would love if you could, you know, give everyone a little bit of your backstory and just how you got to be doing what you're doing. Yes. Okay. So thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So when your your team reached out to me for the box, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a dream. So that was really beautiful alignment. So I am a business coach and a wealth ascension coach. So I love teaching about abundance, money, and wealth, especially to really powerful, high achieving women, because I think it's like the perfect time in the planet right now for the money to be like flow in to the right hands, right? Mm -hmm. To people who want to like create like a change in this world. So I love helping women build uh, lucrative online businesses. And also I created a signature money magic program that I'm about to launch. So I'm really excited for that. And I started, I actually tried, I like tried a lot of things and I tried to do my business over 10 years ago. And back then it was, there was no online. It was very different. You had to go to like Whole Foods or Jamba Juice to like post your poster, right? Mm, right like, yeah. hey, join me at, and you had to have like a space. So it was like very different. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And when I first started online with a coach, they actually told me that I couldn't teach magic. So this is what 2008, 2010. So back then, magic, energy, spirituality wasn't a big thing and nobody understood it, right? Mainstream. So they told me you can't teach magic. So I think I tried to teach like, I don't know, confidence or beauty. I mean, all that comes with being abundant, but I was just like focused on the wrong things. And 
And I was still actually on my like spiritual journey. So I wasn't born into a family where everybody was magical or, you know, um, they were Buddhist. So that opened up more beliefs for me because they were really superstitious, right? The ghost and all these things. So it was easier for me to like adapt to magic. And I just remember that when I moved to Vegas from Hawaii, this is kind of like when I really, I guess you can say awaken. I just realized that something was missing and I got called to go to this holistic fair, like by myself. And it was actually called the Alexa hotel. So there's another Vegas, yeah, Alexa (laughs) hotel. So I just like went by myself. I was 20 and this, uh, my first teacher, she was my Reiki mentor, my psychic development mentor, this this really lovely lady from like London. And she was like, you need to work with me. And it wasn't like really creepy, but I'm like, okay. And so she taught me Reiki. And that's when like things began to like open up for me because before that there were people like holding crystals and they were like, wow, this feels so good, you know, good vibes. And I I would go and grab it and I'd be like, what are they talking about? Right. (laughs) Like, I don't feel anything. So if that's you, that's okay because your intuition, feeling energy, manifesting, it's all skills and tools that you can learn and practice. And the more you practice, the more, you know, I guess you could say powerful it becomes, the more you're aware of it. And it's just like becomes second nature later. So going down that path and I I was like, wow. So my mentors were like, wow, you need to give some readings. Like you need to charge for them now. So that's where, where I started, you know, charging for readings. And I was really into healing, like modalities, like Reiki, Theta healing, like all of this. But it just didn't really feel great for me. Like it was kind of boring just standing over someone and putting my hands on them. So yeah. I wanted to do something more. And I guess when the time came when I really exploded, I guess, was when I was like crystals, like me and my best friend went to, um, went to one of the crystal show. We're like, why don't we just sell crystals on Instagram? This is like 10 years, you know, 10 years later, we we could go on Instagram now. And so we bought, we invested in crystals and we started selling. And then I just like became known as like the crystal coach, right? Crystal magic coach. And that was really fun. That was something I was really passionate about. And it just kind of like developed there. And because I took so much business courses, I was like coaching my entrepreneur friends on Mm. business. And a couple of them had $100,000 launches, $400,000 launches. And so my business, my, um, partner, business partner for business coaching was like, we need to coach business. (laughs) And I was really resistant because I was just like, no, I'm not making the money. We were only making maybe $2,000 a month. Then we're not making the money. I don't know how to do it. Not worthy. Right. Right. So that, and that's all in the beginning and everybody feels that way. And so, but I just like gave into it. And I was like, okay, and that's, that's, that's our business now. And during the time I also started creating decks. So the crystal unicorn tarot that was in the box. And that was a deck that I just wanted to create for myself because there wasn't a unicorn deck in the market. And this is when unicorns became 2018, 2017, when unicorns kind of came out of the closet, right? (laughs) And so I was actually really into like mermaids and fairies right before. And all of a sudden one day I was just like, no, I'm a unicorn. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to create this deck for myself and my mentor. She was like, you need to, you need to sell this. So I crowdfunded that. And then that led me into like having more ideas. And she was with Llewellyn Worldwide as a published author. So she submitted my next deck, which is Witchling Academy Tarot that came out this year. So the process took a while, um, but we submitted back in 2018 and it just came out this year. And once you're in the Llewellyn family, they're really, you know, they're super nice, super supportive. I was able to get like five more contracts with them. And so, yeah, and it just, like everything kind of developed. And as I grew, as I, you know, leveled up with my clients, I think my own path, my like more opportunities came to me. Dang. Boss, babe. I love it. <laughs> Definitely. It is, it is, I just have to say, Pamela, it's like really, really, it's so refreshing to hear your story because I feel like um, you are really in like you're you have a lot of different like actual businesses going right and you're a really good example of someone who is in the spiritual world but you're also you feel very grounded to me right like you're very in the earthly like material world which is where we have to exist right and like it's I, I think some of the most empowered people on earth are the ones who have the awareness and the consciousness of, um, you know, that they're a spiritual being here, right? But the ability to really implement that and ground that down into this reality we, we live in. So it's just really nice to hear your story. Yeah, thank you. I think that's a, that was a lot of our clients, spiritual entrepreneurs. I think that was one thing that they needed a lot of guidance in. They had all of the, you know, we have all of these downloads. We have all of these messages. We're guided to do all these things. And then they don't take the action or they don't know the strategy. But we also have clients have all the strategy. They're like genius, right? Like they are yeah. true boss babes, but they're, they don't feel like fulfilled inside. And it's, they have to hustle, they have to work hard. And I've been there. And that's because they're not working on their energy. They're not working to connect with a devotional spiritual practice. I think, like you said, totally, we need both. Mm. How, do you, how do you really integrate both of those to people where it's because what you said just kind of hit me because it says or you said something along the lines of like devotional spiritual practice so does that mean whatever they believe in and you're just kind of helping them go along that path like how do you work with people in that aspect yeah so i i you know i honor everyone's belief and we of course share our belief which is a lot of energy work so my belief is, and like you said, we're like a soul having a human experience. And I think a lot of us forget that we're actually this like cosmic universal energy, mm-hmm. the source, right? That got compressed into this physical form, helping the planet to elevate in vibration to like the next dimension or whatever. But we're here to experience human emotions and to mm-hmm. experience human events. So when we are like, asking for stuff, when we're manifesting, when we're trying to connect to our guides, it's actually us trying to remember and connect to ourselves because we're not trying to get anything from anybody else. It's not out there. It's like us. We're connecting to universal self. That's why I say that a lot. So it's like, and that kind of like empowers you. You get, you bring your power back. You are the creator. You are this energy. You are the universe. And I think when everyone says we are all one, they don't really understand that, right? Mm-hmm. We really all are all one energy. 
Mm, I love that answer. It's a good answer. Me too. Um, I love this. So Pamela, what, you know, you talk a lot about like quantum wealth, right? What does that mean? So I love, yeah. So I think, so I, I love wealth, abundance and money. So for me, abundance is like having abundance on all areas of your life, not just the money, but I really focus on the money because I feel like a lot of people have so much blocks around like the numbers around money. And what I love to teach them is that money is just energy. Hmm. So if you replace the word money with energy, then you you won't be like energy is evil, right? right. Or energy yeah. is bad or people with a lot of energy is evil. Like that just doesn't make yeah. sense. So I, and especially a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs, they believe that they have to give their gifts for free or they have to help everyone and everyone can't afford them. So they have to give it for free, but you can't help everyone if you yourself are not wealthy. So your cup has to be full first before you give it out to everyone. That's why we teach high ticket sales instead. So you have enough time, enough money, enough abundance for yourself so that you can inspire other people. And I love to work with the quantum field, which is like the field of possibility. So I believe that whatever you desire is destined to be yours. We just have to connect to the frequency of whatever it is that you want to attract in. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a radio wave, right? So if we want to turn into a hip hop station, we, if we're on the wrong station, we can't, we can't hear, we can't even hear it. We can't connect Mm -hmm. to it. So that's kind of like you and your goal. If you're on the wrong frequency, the station, then we can't connect to it. And I also like to work in the Akashic records, which is like a space. Base where it holds all of the information, all of the records of your past, present, and future without judgment. It's like pure knowledge. And so when you can tap, so when you catch on to the frequency of your desire, like embodying that, and then you use the Akashic records to help guide you into like the inspired actions that you take every day. And you just kind of trust that you're in this vortex, like you have the GPS on, you're there you, and you just got to go. Mm, I love that GPS reference. That's a really good analogy. I like that. Yeah, I think it's really cool that you use the Akashic Records. That's something that we used to, when we first started this podcast, we were like really, really interested in. (laughs) And we haven't, I mean, we talk a lot about like past lives and stuff like that, but I've never actually, I never think of the Akashic, for some reason, whenever I think of the Akashic Records, I think of it as past only, but it's, it's, it is, like you said, it's past, present, and future. So that's really interesting. How did you start working with the Akashic Records yourself? So I actually had a Akashic mentor in the beginning of my journey, so over 10 years ago. And she, the way that she did at the Akashic Records is very different. She would take you on like this live visual journey. And I do some, I do that with sometimes with my private clients. So she like guides you, she like guided us to the records and she journeys with you. So you're telling her what you are seeing, what you're experiencing, like a live dream. So we're really then, tapping into also our subconscious mind and seeing what clues, what messages um, that is coming up for us for whatever the intention is that we go up in. And I love how you said that you only use Akashic Records for the past because that's what a lot, I think, because when Akashic, Akashic Records is like 
old wisdom, right? They've been Mm -hmm. teaching it for years. And I think that's what, and in that time and space and paradigm, they were using it for past lives, for releasing, you know, and healing. Uh, What I like to use Akashic Records for is manifesting, (laughs) manifesting and downloads and activation. So I use it in more, I just want to say like an active, active energy where we are like just tapping into the flow, the synchronicity so that we're guided. So I, I believe that we could just choose, like, we don't have to dig to the root, to the root, to the root, to the root and heal, 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 because that's just like a cycle of healing. And when you think there's something wrong with you, when you think there's something missing and you're working on yourself, right? We're working, Mm -hmm. I'm working on myself, I'm healing. Then you're always working on yourself. Like there is no end. So instead I like to explore. So we're exploring our life. We're looking for new opportunities, new possibilities. And if we can make different choices and when we can create a new personality and have new habits, then your your reality changes. And so for me in the quantum physics, there is no past. Like you can't take the past and be like, here, look at the past. It's not, it's only in our memories, right? Mm -hmm. And there's only the present. So we have to really focus on what we choose to do in the present so that we can create our future. Mm -hmm. I love that. I didn't even know that the Akashic Records, it makes sense logically, but I didn't even think about using the Akashic Records for manifesting or for creating what you want, because I always thought it was, I think of it as kind of like a library of information, Mm -hmm. but I love how you describe it because I think, so how do you manifest with the Akashic records? So I, I, I was actually advanced theta healing practitioner before. And when I was that first, and so when I learned the Akashic records, I was like, oh my gosh, we're in theta. Like we're in mm. theta brainwave and yeah. that's like the most powerful manifestation brainwave to have, right? It's right. like that moment where right before you go to sleep. And so I think that just kind of, well, I manifest with theta, so I'm going to manifest in the Akashic records, which is really cool because certain places that I've taken my clients to, like our group, our, our business clients, they would all be like, oh, wow. Yeah. That thing, like I call it like the pull of inspiration that we go to get wisdom. And so I introduced it to them and they were like, that thing was there the whole time. I just didn't know what it was for. (laughs) So it's really cool to see people already have these landmarks that I Mm -hmm. found out what, I guess, like discovered what it was for. And when I took them up and guided them there, they were like, it was always there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. I love that. What are some things that you've seen your clients like be able to shift and manifest through like seeing money as energy and having these, you know, practices that you're talking about? Like, have you seen, you know, some crazy transformations? Because I mean, yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is there one that stands out to you or like a couple of examples? So we had one client uh, and back at the time, she's been with us for a while. We had a $500 just like manifesting course, which I don't run anymore. And she didn't even have the money for that. So she ended up renting out her horse. And so she was able to join the course. And then after she joined our business program, which is um, at that time, $5,000. So she manifested the money for the $5,000 in the course. 
And then within a year, now she's like in our mastermind, within a year of working with us, she opened like multiple online clothing jewelry businesses, and she has a net worth of $4 million plus now. And yeah, Mm. like she, and what she did was she watches our replays over and over. Like she really shows up. She does the work, like the devotional work. Uh, Usually Mm -hmm. we have them create an abundance altar, light a candle, be really intentional about your day and like so many other stuff, right? Energy mindset work, but she would watch our replays over and over and over again. And she just really implemented, like she believed and she did the work. I think it's all about believe, right? If you believe what you are doing is going to change your life, then it is. If you think this is BS. (laughs) And you can curse, you're fine. Okay. (laughs) And it's not, you know, it's not going to do anything for me. Then it's not. Yeah. She really believed. (laughs) She really believed. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And it was all her. Like she did the work. Yeah. How I would would like to sign up for the the $4 million course, please. That's (laughs) how, so that took her a year, a a year to get the 4 million. Yeah. And she would just sleep and like $90,000 order come in. Like she'd just sleep and wake up and there's money. Like we say, like she like face plants into money. (laughs) So I'm not even at a million dollars yet. And I'm just like, Lisa, give some energy to me. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love, I love that. And I feel like, you know, the, what you're talking about is so powerful because I feel like every, we talk about this a lot on this podcast, or we have talked about this a lot on this podcast, how Ambie and I actually both have money stories of like, you know, we both, when we started this podcast three years ago, we were both really, we didn't like money. We didn't like dealing with money. We were scared of money. Yeah, we hated money, like the whole thing. And we actually had a, a money mindset coach too. And the first day that we interviewed her, I had a full panic attack and could not be on the podcast. <gasps> yeah, it's it's really crazy. Like truly, we speak from experience of like understanding what changing these patterns like can really bring up in you because they're really deeply rooted and they're really mm-hmm. um, they're they're continuously embedded throughout society, right? Like like. Everywhere you look, everyone's talking about yes. money problems and how there's no money and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, we had we, we we had somebody come in and help us. And it's crazy what happened because we we both really like went through a journey with it and um started, you know, making like created a six-figure business that year. But it was through, like you're saying, energy and through changing our belief and through changing our feeling and our relationship with money. And I think that we're taught to think of money as like a problem that we need to figure out, right? Mm-hmm. And, and something that we don't know enough about and all that. And really what you're saying, what I hear you saying, which is so inspiring and so why I can feel you you draw so many people to you is like it's it's you have way more power than that and it's simpler mm-hmm. than that. And it's fun. Like there's such an aura of fun around you with it, which I think like that's the whole thing. Like what if money making money could be fun? Like what if mo- making money could be like dreaming, like you're saying, like making it in your sleep, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that's a really, I think that's a really powerful thing to introduce to people, you know? Yeah. 
And I do, I do post about, I'm not shy about posting about money, about what I buy with money, because I, I was exactly where you both were. Uh, I was negative $300 on my bank. I moved out when I was 16 and, you know, this is 2003 and I, we were stealing toilet paper from the park because we didn't have enough money and it wasn't even COVID then, you know, yeah. and, you know, I, and I was working like three jobs, $5 minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And just like, I remember this one day where my car broke down and it was a thousand dollars and I couldn't, I was just like, oh, I was just so defeated. And yeah. I think this is when money magic like flipped for me. So I was like, okay, so this is happening. This is like the worst thing in the world, but that means something amazing is coming because the yin and the yang, (laughs) right? Like something amazing has to come. Something amazing has to come. And I really believed it. And I think it was like a week later. Well, I borrowed money from my friend, my best friend, actually. Um, She's still my best friend. She does a crystal business with me. And that's why Um, she lent me a thousand dollars. Like we were like 18. And then um, the next week I got a check from a job that I quit already for the same amount. Like it was crazy. And I was like, what? And that's when I was like, okay, money, money, like you just have to believe. And that's Mm -hmm. when I just like really like dove into like the energetics of it, like the mindset kind of, I started like exploring. Absolutely. I think that's so, that's such a beautiful story because it really shows like something coming out and coming back into you. And I think people get so fearful around money, which we don't typically get that, that same feeling around other types of um, manifestations or other types of abundance. But I also feel like there's this worthiness component, Mm -hmm. especially with women, sorry, male listeners, but especially with women, it feels like, Oh, I'm not worthy of that. Like you were saying, I have to give my services away for free, et cetera, et cetera. So can you talk a little bit about that for the listeners of like how to shift that mindset or like how you help your clients work around that? Yeah. So I believe that if you aren't, if you aren't showing up as your best self, then how can you help other people? Right. So if you don't have enough energy for yourself, if you don't have enough money for yourself, then there's no way you can donate money to something that you feel at cause with that you hundred percent support because you can't even pay your bills, right? You're like trying to survive. So we have to get out of the surviving mentality and go into the thriving. So if you have all the wealth, in the world, it just makes you a better person, not better person, the same person. But now you get like, um, you get to do better things for other people that you've been dreaming of. So if you really want to help this group of people, you can't help them if you're still trying to, you know, pay your bills or whatever, trying to survive in your life. So we always tell them you need to make money first. Like it's you first, you need to accumulate your wealth so that you can help the world. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just really a choice and realize um, getting out of the mentality that, oh, no, I'm really comfortable in my life. It's okay. At the, you know, I can save money. I can do this. No, it's actually about overflow because if you have enough for your requirements, for your desires and an overflow, then that overflow can go to other people can go to and help other people. Right. So that's, that's, and your energy too. If you have enough energy and that's when you can step out as a leader, like both of you, if you didn't have enough energy, you wouldn't be able to hold the space for this podcast. You Mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to inspire so many people, right. It would just kind of collapse. So you, and you did work on yourself first. Totally. 
So I think I, I, I believe that's what my belief is. I think it's, you said it so beautifully, like that, because as you were saying that, I was like reflecting back and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> honestly, the self, the most selfish and stingy and um, like negative that I ever was, was when I had the least amount of money, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously, because I'm, like you said, trying to survive, mm-hmm. but also like my relationships were like turning sour and like everything was right and the the most generous I've ever felt in my life is recently when I have the most money I've ever had and I know that like to some people it's like well okay like like I'm not trying to kick people while they're down or say like you suck if you don't have money I'm not saying that it's just that I think we're constantly told the opposite it's like oh you're you're a good person if you don't care about money Like if if you care about money, all you care about is money and you're a bad person. And Mm -hmm. I think we really need, this is such important work to do to deprogram that and reprogram that. Because like you said, it's actually really the opposite way around. If we can um, reprogram this to enjoy money, because the other thing is the people that are enjoying money and, and taking all the money right now or getting all the money right now are the people who are doing bad things with it. Right. So it's like you said, if like we want to, you know, have more control on this planet, if we want things to change, we need to be the ones with the money. Yeah. Imagine if it was like unicorns and healers and goddesses having all this money, like what will we be doing with it? So you just like click something in my mind, because if we have abundance, we, we had all the money that we desire, right. Then we can really express who we are. So who we are right now, because of our reality, because of this world is determined by how much money we have, what we can buy. So let's just say you want that, you want that, you want You want to dress a certain way because that's fully who you are in your soul, because you truly love it, because, you know, it brings you so much joy. But if you don't have the money, you can't buy it. So is that really expressing Mm. who you are? No, it's actually limiting you. So having not having the abundance that you deserve, that is already, you know, your birthright is give, you know, you're not being of service to yourself. Absolutely. I hear a lot of people say in the spiritual community, by a lot, I mean, the people that I talk to sometimes, um, but I hear them say like, well, you look at Jeff Bezos, who has so much money that he could literally end world hunger, potentially. And they get discouraged because they're saying he's not doing anything of good with his money. And usually my, my rebuttal to that is that's not your business, what he does with his money. And you shouldn't let it discourage you from making your own money because that doesn't mean that you're going to do the same thing. Exactly. So what are, what would you say to someone that's kind of like, well, look at all of the evil rich people basically and what they're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's just, like you said, that's just who he is. If he's Mm -hmm. not someone who is more compassionate, if he doesn't want to save the world, then he's not going to, because having more abundance, more wealth, more money just amplifies who you are. And again, it gets to express who you are. So if you were this really crappy person, then you're just more of a wealthy, crappy person. (laughs) If you're an amazing, you know, heart centered entrepreneur, leader, visionary, then of course you're going to like, 
like use your money to like help change the world. And but why are we focused on what the lack anyway? We shouldn't be right. focusing on the bad thing because that's what you're going to be calling in your life. So instead, for those people, I would focus and be inspired and see possibilities from role models or leaders that are giving back, that are doing good. And when you connect to that, then that's going to give you like the energy, the momentum to go more, you know, to go forward. I love that. Such a beautiful answer. I love this. Everybody on Facebook is like, yes, so here for this. Um, Such a powerful time right now. A hundred percent. Everybody's like giving lots of love. Um, Pamela, you're just such a ray of light and it's so clear that you practice what you preach. You know, you can really like feel it coming off of you. And I think that, um, I think that you are someone who is just obviously here to teach what you do. So thank you for just being such a a really beautiful example of this. And, um, how can people work with you? How can they get in your program? I know you have something coming up as well. Like, so tell everyone. I do. So thank you so much for uh, letting me share this. I do have something coming up. It's actually on the 12th of this month. So it's actually a free four day experience with me. It's called Quantum Cash. Duh. No, no. So it's called Quantum Cash. And it's actually a lead in to my money manifesting program that's launching at the end of the month. And you can totally find me. You can find everything in my Instagram. So at Pamela Unicorn, really easy, Pamela Unicorn. And the link is like in my bio. You can find the money program there. You can find Quantum Cash. It just starts on the 12th. And we're just going to go deep, intensive, four-day money. You're going to be able to manifest something. (laughs) Something will shift in these four days. I'm going to give you as much information as I can. And we're going to be doing some activations. And everything will be like a live transmission. It'll be inside of a Facebook group. So this is perfect. Yeah. I love that. That's so exciting. Do you work? Can I ask you really quick? I'm so sorry. No, do you work with unicorns or do you work with like, cause I remember you saying um, earlier in the podcast that you work with fairies and things like that. Do you work with unicorns now? Yes. So fairies are actually, they're really good for money. So they go out and get money for me. So if you just want to ask, yeah, ask your marketing fairies, ask your money fairies and be like, bring me some abundance. Like you have to ask Your guides aren't just going to, hey, let me just bring something to you, right? They don't know. Ask. I do work unicorns. So unicorns is actually ascension and abundance for me. So when I am leveling up, I will, um, or when I am healing, then I will ask for assistance of the unicorn to come in because they are just like really high level vibrational energy, very close to the Akashic records, but a little bit different. So Mm -hmm. I really like... I, I like the high frequency, but you have to remember to bring it all back to your body. Okay. It's all about right. the body. <laughs> I used to actually, I used to stay up there a lot because when I was little, um, when I used to get locked in the bathroom actually by my parents and I would just escape, mm. like I would just escape out. And so when I was doing my healing work, what happened was I need to come back into your body and you need to bring your soul, your energy back into your body. So you're this like powerful manifester. Like, it's cool. You can manifest from there. But what yeah. we're living this inside embody of this body. Yeah, embody. That's what they mean by embodiment. Yes. yes. That is so, that is so incredible. I love that. So the idea of 
just going to reiterate this really quick for the listeners. The idea of like inner, like uh, childhood trauma, which I love talking about um, and healing and working through of really embodying who you are to help create the life that you want to have instead of disassociating or disconnecting with that trauma. You're really, I know you said like not healing it too much, but also you are healing it by being in your body and really working through it. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. And I think with that, what really helped me was, and I think I've had this wisdom ever since I was little. So I, I mean, a lot of stuff happened to me, but I don't really like hold on to it because I kind of like zoom out and I'm looking at it. Okay. So my mom at that time, she didn't want kids and she had me and they didn't know how to handle kids. So if something happened, yeah, she would just like beat me or lock me in the bathroom because she didn't know, like that was her response. It's not like she's an evil person. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that, that was like the experience. And obviously it it helped. I learned a lot of lessons from that and it helped me to become who I am today. So that's how I kind of like detach from like these experiences and look at the big picture. Right. Like what is our soul really doing? Like, what are they expressing there? Hmm. That's powerful. Cause you're not trying to change your mom or trying no. to like, you know, hold on to something that isn't there. So I yeah. think that's really powerful because a lot of people try to do that. A lot of people will try to turn the situation or self blame. And so it just shows like what a powerful creator you are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pamela. This has genuinely been such an uplifting, amazing, powerful uh, episode. And, you know, would love to have you back anytime you want to come. Everybody who's listening, who's like, so excited by Pamela. Um, if you want to um, get in or connect with her uh, for all the awesome things she mentioned, you can um, go to the links that we're going to put in the show notes for her Instagram um, or obviously just search what she told you. But um, thank you guys for watching and listening. And Pamela, anything else you want to share or say before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, I just want to let you know that your anything that you desire is your destiny and you can have it all like you can. We just have to do the inner work. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, right? Easy, right? I love that. <laughs> just do the work. Uh, Judy said, I needed this. Thank you so much. Aww, so. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for being Come here. On. It was so nice chatting with you. You are such a magical human. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I love this energy. It's so beautiful, magical. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, we love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.